Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash that's another podcast. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to That's Another Podcast. I'm your host, Oscar Robles. And with me is Anthony King, Kyle Davenport. This week we have three segments. Our first segment, a very short overrun of uh, the film news. Our second topic, auteur theory. And our third segment, what's on the mind? My personal favorite. Our first roundabout of news is that uh, IMAX for the entire month of December has been bought out by Star Wars. So we're going to have Star Wars for a straight month. Woo. I'm definitely seeing that shit in IMAX. I'm going to be one of those dudes that's screaming at the beginning. It's like, wow, oh, yeah. Star Wars! Yeah. Oh, my around. God. Oh. And just the score. I know. The score on those speakers. I'm going to have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of interesting. So nothing really like this has happened except for The Hobbit. Yeah. And uh, Boo. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, at the, at, you know, this prior when it came out, everyone was excited and whatnot. Now, would that push back other films that would the try Revenant to go? for yeah. sure? The Revenant, yeah. I'll uh, still see both. Yeah, IMAX is it'll, beautiful. Yeah, so it'll, it'll look good, but no, I you think... have to see Revenant and IMAX. Yeah, like, it's the visuals on that, yeah. and then and then yeah. Star Wars. That's just, that's just a given. Yeah, that's <laughs> two totally different styles too. I mean, one's very bright, very colorful. The other one's going to be not dark. dark, but you're going to have contrast. A lot of contrast. Both it can be like um, undersaturated. Yeah, both yeah. of those are, are well deserving for the IMAX re- release. But uh, as of recently, it's pissed me off because I used to remember when I was a kid that IMAX was like something a film when like yeah. this was the anticipated film. You gotta, you you gotta really see it. Here. You yeah. gotta see this. So you gotta see it. And and now the, every film. Now it's every fucking film. Yeah. It's like what? Oh. Come on, IMAX. Well, yeah. I mean, like some there are some films that obviously uh, take advantage of that screen space a lot more. So say uh, most blockbusters, for example. Just seen action on that big screen. Uh, I saw Cinderella on IMAX. How was that? It was worthless. It was worth. <laughs> you got it, nothing. It doesn't. You got nothing. You got nothing. Uh, That's what I mean. Like Star Wars, it makes sense. The yeah. sound of the freaking sound the, the score sure. sound for alone sure. the sound of the lightsaber starting up. Uh, I mean, I mean, come on. It's it's it. That's worth worth seeing. <sighs> yeah. All right, but so that, that'll be interesting to kind of see once it comes out it is a shame that it's going to push a few other movies and it's kind of a weird power move just to be honest just the entirety of that month I would I could see where it would be a power move but at the same time I could see why they would buy a whole month's worth because they know they can it, fill that whole month's worth it'll be sold out they, yeah. they know yeah. it's going to get sold out they know people are going to see it more than once oh yeah oh yeah I will it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big investment for Disney and I think it'll pay off oh absolutely yeah alright let's move on quickly to the second bit and then just go to our our second segment but the second bit of news this is um uh kind of just an interesting so this in itself is a very small bit of news but i feel like it's it's starting a big trend here that's been happening for the past couple years uh so china essentially saved terminator genesis it's not really considered a flop anymore because it had the fourth biggest opening in china since um uh furious Mm seven um i think the other one they had was uh I think Iron Man 3. I think it beat out Iron Man 3. So now Iron Man 3 is not number 5. So, you know, you're thinking, why do I care? Well, it's the difference between them making another one, you know? <laughs> and uh, a lot why of... Why didn't you let it die? 
die. <laughs> just let it go. It, yeah, not, fucking not in, Schwarzenegger. Now, in the past, this has happened with other movies like uh, Pacific Rim. It made a hundred million dollars. Now that I understand. Mm-hmm. I can well, understand the global success of that movie yeah. because it was such it was a global. Like, I mean, like we were talking, we film. were talking about this before the podcast, where you say you know this will help it out, but then you got that word of mouth, and you know it's gonna die down because people are like, well, it's not as good or it's not that great. But it was the opposite with Pacific Rim, where no one really knew much about it, no one really saw it, but when it was word of mouth, people were like, you gotta see this fucking film. Yeah, yeah, and then like, oh, dude, that that's right up China's alley. Like the the and it's Gilmore del Toro. Come on, yeah, the, well, the visuals for, alone and mm-hmm. and 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 his his work. Like I don't for, know. For fans, I feel like they loved it. That, that was all the hundred million dollars that went. Through. That was that was the fans that loved del Toro or that love that style, that that kinetic mm-hmm. uh, visuals that, yeah. and uh, you could tell that he is an anime fan. But you know, for studios, we've talked about this before, where they just care about the the, the bottom dollar. You know, and that's that's their investment. Yeah, yeah. It makes it's a sense. business. Yeah. So from their point of view, uh, when it does this, I, th- I think it did a little bit better. It, it basically matched uh, what it did domestically. It made like another hundred million dollars, maybe a little bit more uh, internationally. Uh, so yeah, it makes sense. And here, I, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that it's it's interesting to see that you have a lot more films adding Chinese elements so that they can play it overseas. Like, mm-hmm. I know that, that terrible Total Recall remake, they they change a few names around so, you know, it's not offensive to China. And yeah. that way you get permission to play it over there. I think they only get, like, uh, a little under 40 American films a year mm-hmm. that they can play over there. So if you get on that list, you're, you're just guaranteed, not guaranteed success, but... You open a yeah, hole near the window. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. if, if it goes well, it, it's, like, hitting it big in the U.S. as well. Yeah, it's a big audience. You double your chances, essentially, is what, what's, what's, what's happening. So, it's just an interesting development. Um, I know Dark Knight was pulled from China. Why That's was true, Dark, yeah. Why yeah, was yeah, Dark Knight yeah. pulled? Because um, the, scene. the scene where he goes in to take the guy. Oh, I totally Yeah, which has nothing to do with China, but it's still one of those things yeah. where... They'd rather you not touch it. Yeah, just don't touch it. I wonder if Dark Knight Rises made it to China. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think. See, this is the thing. It, it starts affecting studios. So if if that happened in Dark Knight, I'm pretty sure there's some executive at some point whispering into Nolan's ear, "Don't write in China." You know. Yeah. I can. I can. I can. I can see <laughs> yeah. that. Why don't, why don't you put it in the ground? Put the prison in the ground. You know. And that's or, a huge market yeah. audience too. So if you're, oh, yeah. you know, one of those films that gets excluded from China, you lost like a huge percentage. Oh, I can film. imagine. Yeah. So. So that's that. That's that for, for news. Let's let's jump right in to the second segment. Now this week we every week we have a different topic revolving around film. This week we're talking about auteur theory. Now this theory is basically where we have one individual. It's usually the director. Now it doesn't necessarily mean that this director has to be involved in all these processes, but it's usually that the director is involved in the writing and the editing. Essentially, the final cut. He has control. Yeah. Well, the theory of it going basically mm. the way criticism and public view is they mm. see the author is the director. He's mm-hmm. the one who created this works instead of, you know, usually we know from the film industry that, you know, it's a collective work. Oh, yeah. I personally like when you guys first brought up this one as a topic, I like Quentin Tarantino. Like it has yeah. a lot of pull yeah, for, for his films. Yeah. That, that was my that was my first one. I was like right off the bat, like. He's going. He's already set himself at a pace at how many films he wants to make. Yeah. How many he wants because he believes that as you get older as a director, you get sloppier. 
like your topic becomes uh, more I irrelevant. I would argue against that, but yes, he he is certain one. Definitely, there's always an exception yeah. to every rule, but but for the most part, as you for certain cases, I can see his point yeah. well, because they lose touch yeah. with their audience. Well, let's start out with this. Do you guys believe in alter theory? Do you agree with it? I don't think it's the only way, but I think for I think there are individuals that excel having complete mm-hmm. control. Oh yeah, like, um, another one for me. Uh, I'm not sure if it is 100% Ridley Scott. Uh, he, pre- I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm like, I he, wouldn't really. He does, I don't know. He's I, interesting because he doesn't. He gets more power than other directors because he does at least get the chance to put his edit out in mm-hmm. his director's cuts, mm-hmm. and his director's cuts are almost always better. That's like, what I mean. Like, yeah. I, if 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 given like because those are that, I guess that's what I'm saying. But if not, if, if the theatrical versions because that's that's clearly executives. But if the, if the directors recovers versions, if we're con- can, like counting those, like yeah. the, imagine the pieces. If he had a little bit more power to it, I think his films would be better. But they're always longer. Yeah. But it's one of those things. Does he write the stuff that he makes? That's true. Yeah. See, so one mean, one idea they usually get with author three is they have to actually have a principle with writing. Yeah these guys were talking about you know early before with like akira kurosawa he has he's an author director he writes his stuff and throws it out amazingly when he directs it it's beautiful yeah um you have um kubrick the one that oscar Q- loves kubrick which is basically just the non-japanese kurosawa yeah just, <laughs> you, got, you got ones yeah. like but they have this they have this look at it and they know exactly what the hell they want exactly. on their screen what they're looking for how <laughs> they want people to act how what they and if you give them the right cast and the right actors to work with they pull it out of I, their actors yeah i mean yeah. probably i i would pr- if if you were to put scott in in there Mm-hmm. into the the auteurs i would probably also throw in there alfred hitchcock where i don't think he wrote everything but he definitely had, he had a lot of yeah. control well yeah, yeah he was like usually like when he has yeah. like that control as a director mm-hmm. he was also the control as his own producer as well yeah and so the, he had and a lot of edit, control edit, yeah. and editing too cut. yeah so that's you can you can use that also mm-hmm. as author as well mm-hmm. but one thing that i do know like for me like i said i go all mm-hmm. kurokazawa so Usually the aspect which I follow by as, you know, when I direct is a good director is a good writer. Yeah. And he's able to write his own stuff and he knows exactly what needs to be written, what needs to be done to control his directing, to give it an aspect of what you need in your films. He, he is he is definitely a, a unique director and he's probably in that far end of the spectrum where he definitely for sure, without a doubt, is an auteur. Yeah. Uh, where he has control over the edit and he has control over... He's, he usually he did this pretty smartly where he wasn't the only writer he would always involve other writers like I think uh, um, I forget which movie it was but he basically had a, a bunch of writers and actors living with him in the house while he worked on the film yeah. and uh, I don't know he's just no, a fascinating yeah, guy yeah he's a fascinating yeah. guy I know I think it might have been Seven Samurai something Maybe, like that yeah. but I know he had a thing where he took two other writers and took them to like a log cabin like up in the woods and stuff where it was snowing and kept them there for like six months and those three were just all working together on a script yeah that 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 kind of the way dedication he, the is way crazy is, oh, yeah, yeah. And, it's and, and the way he talked about it too he would talk about specifically getting other people in the room so that he could bounce ideas and that so they could just you know you just as opposed to just being like an incubation you know just totally by yourself which makes sense because you mean like what makes sense to you may not make sense to everything else and if it a, it, a different perspective that it's the third party perspective mm. third party perspective sheds new light yeah so he, he he's definitely up there um i'll say also miyazaki as well miyazaki's a good there we go it's miyazaki i mean spirited away spirited away he 
I haven't watched too many of those. I would. See, I, I've he, got nothing against them. For me, he's like, he knows how to write a truly masterful, intriguing story that will allow his animation visuals to go to the next expectation. Nice. Like you watch Spirit Away, if you mm. watch Howl's Moving Castle, mm. you know, even the newest one, The Wind Rises, which was just a fucking tearjerker. Haven't seen the one yet. Like I love these those are ones. not like action made, like you know how you see with anime and stuff like that, where it's action made just for It's story based. Awesome. It's story yeah. based. It's beautiful story based, beautiful characters, it's written well done. It's one of those things where you can see nothing happen and still feel personal connection to what's going on. Nice. It's it's him. Right, because it all is. of them have an element of, oh, of uh, his life of and stuff, and his him. life experiences and, and the environment. He usually has some sort of take on on, it, not always preachy. Sometimes it's just a character. Yeah, but uh, he, it's definitely. I guess that's the 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 silver lining with all these auteurs is that they they have something to say. Mm-hmm. You know, um, another one I'm gonna throw in there. This is like an old school, an oldie but a goldie, but Orson Welles, Citizen okay. Kane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up at, up until a certain point, then he lost. No. Like, he, no, 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 no. <laughs> then uh, people just lost faith into him. Okay, I could say there, cat. People, I, 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 <laughs> no, I'm just saying, saying. I agree with you to yeah. an extent. He was, yeah. but then there was a lack of faith in him and in him. Yeah, that they were they took that away. They're yeah. like, they, don't, don't. I mean, if if they make, I mean they make a joke about him in Superbad, you know, it's like I peak like Orson Welles, you know, just like yeah, yeah. His most successful movie was his first movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, and he had complete control of it. Like he was, he did, was like he, he 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 was a douchebag to it. Yeah, he was. To be fair, like in 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 um in the later years, people talking about him in retrospect, all of them say that yeah, the guy was crazy smart and was a genius, but that he was kind of a dick, and that he was, and which is also another. It's because he knew he was smart. Yeah. That was the problem with him. It, like it, it like it was conveyed in a egotistical manner, yeah. and it's like yeah. We want to admit that you're smart, but we want you to humble down about it. <laughs> With all these author directors, you know, there has to be like some line of diggishness where you could see like a trend. Like you even have like there David is, Lynch. You have, he's like, is a David Lynch is a, I find him as an author director. <laughs> That's and, true. He is. And he is, he's he definitely put like in the it. definition of I can do your job better than you. It's but, not just it's not just, just like a going. dick. Yeah. It's a control freak. Yeah, well, that that is that is for sure a yeah, common yeah. denominator yeah. with most of these auteurs yeah. is that they do not collapse. Well, that's the thing; they fundamentally believe that they can do it better. Or if or if they they give it off to someone, they for sure know what they want. I, I guess it's a fine. They line, know right? that that yeah. person it's will get exactly how how I how yeah. I need it. But it, it's a slippery slope where it's easy to be uh, a dictator. And I think uh, was it Hitchcock or Kubrick did did often refer to, <laughs> to the director job as just being a straight up dictator. You got to yeah. be a dictator for a little bit. Um, and it, it, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing. This is where it I works pers- though. It works. I think with some people I'm talking about for like, for these like no successful, yeah. like let's talk about the ones that where it doesn't work for them. Okay. Okay. So th- just, just, so, okay. So we talked about, I can't really do this one that, that, that not so well. I, I can't like, I'm terrible with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll give, I'll give a couple here. So one, I'm going to, I'm going to start off by saying that this man knows how to set up a scene and this man can create tension. He has the ability to create a film that makes you, you why are you dying? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the setup, too dramatic, too dramatic. All right, I'm, I'm talking uh, about. I'm waiting. I'm wait. Oh my god! No. Oh my no, god! No, 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 no! I'm serious. I'm serious. We talked about this before. Uh, so look at it. Think of 
so in your mind, you know, this is rhetorical. Think of the worst film that he has made. Okay, now pause. Now think no, of- <laughs> all right. Now you had to pause because there's quite a bit. It's hard to right. choose just one. No, 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 but, 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 right, but, but what, what the the main this is this is my argument against the guy is that the main problem is that he acts like an auteur. I think the man himself is a very good director. I think he's a great director, but I think he's a terrible writer. I don't think I think he ran out of good ideas, and that the shtick of like, oh, you know, it's, it's something peak like Hitchcock or peach like uh, Orson peak like Orson Welles. His first couple of movies were really good. Orson and then- Welles never lost talent. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll this give is, you that one. That one had talent. I think. I think the best stories he just pounded out in the first, you know, uh, debatably three movies. I'll say two. You know, um, something like you know, like an Unbreakable, great film, one of the best comic book movies yeah. still yeah. to this day. Um, the Sixth Sense. I, you know, the first time you watch, it's good, but I mean, after you know, after once you know what's going to happen, then it's it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's boring. One trick pony. It's a one trick pony, but Unbreakable holds. You know that holds. Mm-hmm. Signs. That's that's where you start to lose people. You know, it's it's a little debatable. That's where it lost me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but but in that movie, in that movie, there are scenes like, that he sets up kind of well. It does. Like uh, the this the, the flashback, mm-hmm. the, flashback the flashback with the wife, the kitchen scene. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I'm like, it's like oh, I'm coming. It's just so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's. He stops after that. <laughs> but, but, no, even the village. Say like uh, one a movie that I, I just I deplore. No, no, no I deplore. No. no, 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 no. I deplore it. But I mean, think of the world building he sets up. Think of the scenes uh, leading up to Joaquin Phoenix being stabbed. Uh, the the tension that's built up and just this whole allure that he has. It doesn't save the movie. No, no, no. It doesn't because of the writing. It was just terrible writing. But the direction was the solid, strong. Was yeah, yeah. So see if. So I think he's an example where I think if he had a different writer, just a different writer, I think he's someone who benefits greatly from collaboration. I just don't think he collaborates because he tries to put himself into the Like the last movie he just did? I mean, he had Will Smith as a producer trying to collaborate with. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, I finally watched that. Yeah. And it's as bad as it is you heard. I I wanted to cut my head off. Like. One of those bird things could have eaten me, and I would have been happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I mean, like, I I just still feel. I think I think there were other things that play with that specific movie, and I think by then he lost a lot more control. I mean, it's apparent that I, you know, a lot of people didn't really know he directed that. You know, like we know for good reason, right? Because they know that putting his name on it has has become a hazardous, hazardous. Right, but along with that comes the loss of power. So I don't think he had as much control as he used to. uh, Which he he himself proved that he deserved to lose. Well, I think I think it's just a situation where, again, he had a little too much power. He had too much. He had too much control. He was not a man who needed an auteur's uh freedom you know i think if he, if from the beginning uh when he turned in the draft for the village someone could have gone uh you know maybe a different ending uh you know maybe take a couple of these notes you know like not all notes are bad from a studio yeah. i don't believe that um i think i think a lot of times lady in the water see i haven't seen that one but i heard some bad things but i promise you it's it's all him right it was it was like it's it was like his i've seen bitch and Pete, bits, bits yeah. and pieces and like how do you mess with Paul Giamatti and make him look terrible? Dad? Like, how do you how do you fuck that up? <laughs> hey, you know, um, <laughs> man does what he does. Uh, <laughs> I wish he didn't. <laughs> Heavily. Um, can we name any other? Another one who I think uh, 
would do better if they weren't not tour. Uh, I'm trying to think right now. All right, well, while I'm thinking about that, uh, I'll, I'll just throw another one um, who I think does fit that. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes, beautifully. Okay, yeah. I love his films. Like they're all different. They're all something original. There's something Writes like them all, for sure. yeah, yeah, they're beautifully well done. Uh, did you have you seen the the last one with Joaquin Phoenix? Uh, Advice. Yeah, I've not. I hear I hear good things, and I hear it's just basically like a just le- like a uh, what's that Johnny Depp film? Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I hear it's just like a uh, modern day Fear and Loathing. That's what I've heard. It's it, I would see i haven't seen it so. yeah bits and pieces were like i can see the, i can see the connection there but it was just like hard to understand is what i got yeah yeah, yeah though you could it, like it was good dialogue though and great cat like there was like it was like a detective story that had no idea where it was going but at the same time i love his work so there were certain aspects where just like i can Again, dig it yeah. another guy that just makes good scenes he just knows how to how to get tension going i'm thinking um i was surprised he defended comic book movies for what like 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 as people were bashing him, like he was just like, "What? What, what are you expecting? They're pretty. They're pretty good for what they are. I mean, like you're you're, you're expecting some in depth kind of thing. Not everyone then, can do a Nolan yeah, to to yeah, a Batman. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not, like, not, like, not all it, characters allow that interpretation. As exactly. Well. Yeah. But it was you just got like some of these characters who are just like superficial, bland. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But, um, and then my personal favorite from the guy. Uh, Magnolia. I don't know why. I don't. Uh, I, I have always wanted to see that. See, I, me too. I have not seen that one. It's it's definitely his weirdest movie. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know about that because I haven't seen it here and I hear it and it's really weird. All of them have just like the, a little bit of the bizarre. So even the master. Believe it or not, Magnolia is the one that I want to see simply mm-hmm. simply for Tom Cruise because I heard he was phenomenal. In it. Yeah, he gives a really yeah. good, he gives a really good performance. He gives a really good performance. Um, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but you know it. I feel like Magnolia will be polarizing for a while. Yeah, and then we'll move on to another director. But for, 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 for uh, PTA, I, that's like one of his most uh, polarizing of films because uh, it's it is what it is, and that's overly dramatic. So you either you're either going to go with it or you're not. And I'm Hispanic, so that 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 is not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. So you know, having Tom Cruise, just, like, it's just it's, I don't know why it just works. I don't know what it is, but um, it's just seeing people cry. And do it convincingly just affects you, you know. Well, yeah, it's yeah. so. It's just where you see it, and it's like yeah. you feel it just coming out. Yeah. You're like, God damn it! I, I almost feel like if you see it out of context, if you pull it up on YouTube and you just see the scene that I'm talking about, where he confronts, again, I don't want to spoil. He confronts a character, and if you see it on YouTube, it won't have the same effect as opposed to watching it in the context and seeing where he's coming from and what he is, and and then when you get a little bit more details as to why he is what when he you is, you finally hit that breakdown. Yeah, and then when you then when you get to the confrontation, it all means something and it hits you. So I feel, um, you know, like a lot of movies, like say you could just jump into, um, um, well, I guess that's true with anything, right? I mean, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking something like Daredevil. Yeah. It's totally random, totally random. But say something like Daredevil, Wilson Fisk at the very end when he gives that whole biblical verse. I don't think it'll have as much power if you didn't see the whole season. Oh yeah, no, no, it would. Uh, it, it, yeah. If you watch the whole thing, it can. Yeah. It there are certain. Pe- pieces of frames that just hold the movie and it gives that little mm-hmm. that almost emotional knife to the, that little twist yeah that 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 gut wrencher that like or or that that moment of like ah, i see what mm. you did there like i i get what you mean yeah yeah um back to the uh, uh the directors and some of that who who wouldn't work um 
I didn't get anything. I didn't get. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, trying, to, I'm trying I, to think like who I, tries I, to attempt that. Yeah. See, I guess either you attempt and then you just. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I got one. I got one. What? Uh, what the fuck is it? Okay, Donnie Darko. Let me look him up. But the man who directed Donnie Darko mm-hmm. again. He did another movie. one called uh, Southland Tales. Yes. yes. Very yes. audacious. Very ambitious. Failed nobly. I would say because it tried. It did it try. Did. It did try, but there it was. It had lost. It loses its audience quite often, and yeah, it just like um, for instance, one scene I did like. One character I did like was Justin Timberlake in that one. Okay, for some odd reason, I loved his character, and it was cre. He was like in that when they're tripping and 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 the the killer scene, like yeah, yeah, (laughs) that scene. I'm just like wow. I was like I love this. I love and then and then he just and then he just pours the beer on top of his head. I'm just like it 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 doesn't fit. But it's, but it's it, him. But, but it's it, him and it's his yeah. style. So he, he's kind of on that fine line of whether it works or it doesn't. But I kind of, so like Southland Tales, I think if he had another writer, if he had, or, or if he just had another collaborator, you know. Something that would have centered it a little bit more. Yeah, because it, it, did, it felt like. It was trying to go in several different directions at the same time. Yeah, see, this is another interesting thing that Richard Kelly does is that he'll release. Uh, either a short book or a graphic novel to accompany it. So, like, Donnie Darko has, like, a small book uh, mm-hmm. to accompany it. Southland Tales had a graphic novel three chapters prior to the movie, what takes place, and I think one that takes after. So after the whole weird ending, because you're kind of... You're left at a cliffhanger. Like, yeah, like, yeah like, it's like, throughout the whole movie, they keep going, it's it's the end of the world, and you, you have this whole narrative going on um, with Sean... Was it Sean William Scott? Sean William Scott was, like, the resolve. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely trying to say something. I just don't know what you know. Uh, I personally love Dwayne Johnson in it. He did. He, did. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was pretty funny. That was, that was, that was one of the performances. Yeah. I I love I love the little when he would when when he would act the monster type and then all of a sudden he would break down into like little boy status and yeah. he just like he was twitching with his fingers yeah. like oh my god I'm, and when they kill those people in front of him he's like yeah. that was in the car over here we're talking about a lot about the Dwayne. rock yeah. Right? I don't know why, but he always comes. He seems to always come up in car rides. It's like, yeah. you know, The Rock just looks funny lately. Yeah. You know? or, or, or that, you know, The Rock should really just do something super dramatic and just throw everyone off. <laughs> he probably could if he, he could. wanted to. Have you guys, I haven't seen it, but I'm hearing good things about uh, his HBO show, Ballers. I've, I did I like the advertisement that. of it, and yeah. I'd like the, uh, what is his name, Rob, uh, the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, I don't know his name. I know you're talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. in it as well. And yeah. I per- personally, I love his comedy. That dude's comedy. He he t- he had like he's that, witty. He touches he my funny witty. bone. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. I was like, he's so good. And he just reminds me of the stereotypical douchebag. Yeah. I just yeah. remember though one auteur that I should have remembered this by now. Yeah. Which I know you're gonna get excited for. Um, Warner Herzog. Oh. <laughs> oh. What is he? That doing? is I'm a not man. Familiar. Werner Herzog is a man. Is a man. Man, he's a manly man. He may, he is uh, the creator of Grizzly Man. He is the creator of Bad Lieutenant, starring Nicolas Cage. He is the creator. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm See, starting is, to understand why I don't pay attention. No, 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 no. This guy is Werner Herzog. This is. I'll show you a video of him just talking about nature. It is, uh, <laughs> no, it's it goes to that oh point, God. like just, how amazing it is. I know. Okay, I work. Oh, we used to work at the lab. I showed everyone, but I don't think. So you've never seen him talk? No. Oh, okay. okay. He's. <laughs> what can you describe him as like his philosophy as he he's not nihilistic but he is definitely no he cynical. is nihilistic no he is definitely <laughs> cynical to 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 nature uh, but he is oddly motivational if you listen to him talk about filmmaking he's like 
he and I'm gonna butcher his accent. He just kind of goes like, um, he's like, work as a taxi driver for. I, no, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna try. But he just tells you to, to become a bouncer for six months. Be be a taxi driver for six months and just save it all. And but and he'll make say it in such the most negative way. It's so inspiring. It's, <laughs> it's weird. he is an enigma. Uh, but you know what he I. I would say he kind of works. So he would kind of works because it's like you can't argue that's not him. You know, after you watch a few interviews of the guy, his movies are him, and they're just yeah. Uh, so okay, so in Bad Lieutenant, a masterpiece that everyone should see. Um, <laughs> you're done. Uh, there's a, there's a random scene where the camera just stares at a, at a crocodile, and it's totally in context, and it doesn't really matter. At the same time, at the same time, it's just random. So while it's random, it's still in the context of your. your it's almost like you're on a weird drug trip. It's just like you don't really care that the camera is staring at a crocodile for like a minute. <laughs> um, it it it'll hit. Yeah, <laughs> the audio just peaked. Um, I'm sorry. So, and, and, I would definitely be done. I would definitely put Werner Herzog um, as an auteur, but he he's kind of weird where he just does what he wants. Where he. Uh, on a macro scale where he'll he'll jump to documentary to like a narrative film does so, not give two fucks no 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 check out uh grizzly man grizzly man yeah, yeah. That, that that's a that, solid that, film that's a solid, solid documentary film. Yeah. bad lieutenant is the only one where it's nick cage so i get to make fun of but his other films and documentaries they're they're all bizarre they're bizarre they're, they're weird bizarre. but it's like in you're gonna have way. to text me this it makes name. you think yeah. he's a guy who makes you think he pokes at your brain yeah yeah it just uh before you leave though um i'll definitely show you a, yeah. a, a clip when of we cut the break about our break will be just yeah. watching that um yeah all right, all right we're gonna come to break now and then uh we'll, we'll jump for a third segment what's on the line <laughs> listener of that's in the podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service right now i'm listening to the alchemist by paulo coelho welcome back all right so kyle had to dip out and had to leave a little early to do his business what an ass. <laughs> like you don't leave mid podcast nah what's well, you know it was a break a breakup he's gone he's never coming back um <laughs> No, but we're we're all good. So, uh, so now we're just moving on to our third segment. What's on the mind? But it's you know it's a little, a little more casual here. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's it's going two way here. It's a two way you know? conversation. It's back yeah. to back. It's just me and you. Yeah, me it's nice. It's like, I like it like this. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, fuck Kyle. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's fired. Kidding. Right, just, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. We're done. Um, he's gonna listen to this. He's like, you know what? I'm not. Just, I'm just not coming back. Um, no. <clears throat> so, Anthony King, what is on the mind? Since we were on the subject with the whole auteur theory and everything, yeah, and we now because we're at this new location, because at the moment, you know, with the computers I have at the other place, yeah, it's just they're fried, mm-hmm. and I don't have a computer anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I've been realizing how much, like what we were saying with the control freak. Yes, I can. I'm starting to see how i play as a control freak where i need to have everything done to my specifications of how i need to do it and i don't it's not like i don't trust anyone else to do it but i have to physically do it with my own hands and see with my own eyes that's kind of trust (laughs) you can you're basically saying you don't you don't don't trust someone 
it's it's okay. It's okay. Just no, you no. Know. It's one of those things. Okay, so I've been shipping out all the work. Mm-hmm. So editing's been being split up, and everything uh-huh. else been being split up. So and I'm it, just like, I have all this free time now, where I'm just like, and it's killing you. It's killing me. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> I have nothing going on. So so you you just like to be busy. Yeah, I don't like not being busy. I like having something to do, and I okay. realize like how much I was like so dependable on just. A computer in general and yeah just doing work that since i have free time i'm just like what do i do and you know me i'm not the type of person who yeah. calls up on people to hang out it's just yeah. you know if people want to hang out you know just ask me to hang out i'll be like yeah sure everything but i don't really ask people you're not like, the one that seeks it yeah i'm not the one who seeks it okay so it's just times where i'm just like sitting and i'm just like i have no idea what to do like I'm working, but <laughs> you, I'm you, not working. Like yeah. <laughs> you're looking off in the distance as you're saying this. You really, you really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it got me really thinking, and yeah. it's like it got to the times where it'll just be late at night, and I just get off work, and I'm just like, "Fuck, what am I gonna do?" The, like, I have no nothing to take home to edit or anything. And I'll just call up Matt. I'm like, "You want to go to the bar or something?" No. Like just sounds so depressing. So it sounds like you just you need like a project. Yeah, you know. Um, or no, specifically like a project that is that that you have like an input in. Yeah. Something that's <laughs> you have to have your hands I dirty. I have to have my hands dirty. I have to have yeah. my hands in something. I can't yeah. just like ship stuff out and then expect it to be done. Yeah. For me, I just I just, I don't have that in me. It's like it feels weird. Like I need to have something involved with it. Huh. Um, so it's like killing me this time because I usually I'm used to doing like most of the edits. That's interesting. And since I have nothing that you know can't really edit right now, yeah. And everyone has their own home stuff where they take home. Just mm-hmm. like, what am I doing now? Huh. I'm just sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> You're cracking here. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, oh, this is interesting. It's kind of so it's um, kind of topical, topical. So just plug. Uh, I wrote about this this morning. I, I'm not even lying. Okay. If you if you look if you look up at the fleeting moment oh. and you look at the 26th, uh, the title of the blog is called Facing the Quiet. And uh, can you already guess what it's about? <laughs> and it's 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 kind of I kind of talk about like how, or this is my opinion, right? Yeah. So it's kind of it's interesting. So we do share a little bit of that where I, I you know where I don't like to be, um, you know, completely with an empty plate, but I do like it, and I am introspective, so I do like alone time. I don't like being around people for too long. Otherwise, That's the same thing. I don't like mm-hmm. being around yeah. people. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not around people, I still like. But you still need a project. I need, I, when, like when I'm alone, I yeah. still need to have some kind of goal, something to do. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, same. So, so yeah, I am. Like, even I, when I play uh-huh. video games, I have a goal of just creating. In this world, there is something that you content. need to do. Yeah. There's something you need to I do. I need to do something. There's still tasks. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So again, like I'm saying, like there's a little bit of similarities here where I, I am introspective and I do like to be alone, but I do like. Um, you know, say write, so write on the blog or whatever, or, or uh, cut together something, you know, uh, something. Yeah. But there are moments, and it, this isn't unique. I think everyone kind of faces this, but they'll plug it in with, uh, say, reading. That's still plugging in with something. Uh, a movie, mm-hmm. uh, a project like we're talking about, um, and we react differently to quiet. So uh, I'm thinking like, here's here's like a practical example for like everyone. When, when you go to traffic, mm-hmm. When you're driving and you hit traffic, you're just like, fuck, you know, you get angry. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're, I don't know, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's like, we'll either get, 
depressed or anxious and in traffic it's just like towards the anxious but we're just angry mm-hmm. right i don't know where i'm going with this i'm just trying to say where it's just like um i know i feel this, this is like my opinion i feel like we need that i feel like we need a we yeah. ne- have moments where we just we get there we just there's nothing but you <laughs> um but at the same time yeah i think i mean obviously anything to an extreme is bad but I feel like every once in a while, you know what they say, meditation. Yeah. I mean, I don't do that bullshit, but I'm, you know, it's just. Uh, you should try that. Yeah, no, I used to, and then it was just basically, you know, I was doing this. Uh, so yoga, right? Yeah. And then so there's different kinds of yoga. I was doing. Uh, uh, some of my friends make fun of me, but I was doing Kundalini yoga, mm-hmm. which is if you know anything about yoga, that's that's the weird yoga. <laughs> and uh, like you, you breathe really fast, really loud, and then um, there are weird kind of mantras. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was doing this for like a solid month. And I will say that it does affect you, you know. Um, you definitely do feel weird when you're done. For th- I don't know if that's good or bad. But after a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to write instead of do this. Because, y- you know, I feel like, again, this is all personal opinion. But I feel like you get the same mental benefit Yeah. from doing something creative by letting it out, you know. So say you feel like shit, just venting through words or through like i like you, how your hand was like doing a jerk off motion no no, no i was no no I, I had i had the i had the i had the fingers out it was writing it was it was it was like writing or painting kind of thing not not like a not like a not like a two, not like a two-finger stroke you know my hand's still going all right so he's <laughs> uh but yeah no man i i, I hear you it's, it gets kind of weird sometimes and i think for you know, I as artistic individuals, I think it's we just have to have something to let something out. Yeah, we get itchy. Yeah. You know, like if we're not doing anything, so it's like one of those things. I'm just like, oh man, just what am I? Like, I really like you know this whole time I've been like really like mm-hmm. growing back on you know mm-hmm. self realization, self preservation, yeah. like the whole you know insight on myself. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things. Like it just keeps adding on to something else. Like I first had it, you know where me and Kim broke up and I was going through this whole insight thing. Yeah. And now since I have no computer, I'm going through this whole insight You're being forced thing. to being really forced think. forced to really think about myself and yeah. evaluate. <laughs> yeah. Um, did I ever tell you about the time? I did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did tell you, right? The time I went to Big Bear and all that. And I, was oh, like, yeah. I was just like forced yeah. to just yeah. like reevaluate every little thing. <laughs> um, and for the listeners at home, so essentially I'm just, I'm stranded in the middle of nowhere and uh well not in the middle of nowhere it's, it's big bear yeah. so it's it's big bear mountain but uh i'm stranded and i got no money and and like i i'm basically waiting for money to transfer over to my account so i could get some gas and get the hell out of there uh but in the meanwhile i'm there for like eight hours in the car and it's cold i was gonna go for a walk thinking you know so I'll, I'll make the most out of this no i had i had, I had to feel every minute <laughs> and <laughs> so kind of like you're saying just yeah there, there's uh, I don't know. I guess kind of we talked about this last time. Like, do you think things happen for a reason or they don't? I think okay. This so is kind of this, it's, it's kind of a weird question. It's kind of a weird question. I'm like on and off between the whole yeah. you know you know fate things happening destiny that kind of stuff yeah. for a reason, and then I'm also you know with you know you make your choice, you make your circumstances. Yeah. Thing. So I'm usually half and half, but I believe I do believe that sometimes just shit goes out of your power. You have no control. Yeah. And then for some reason, it's always like a self. It's like something that you gain out of it, even from yeah. the worst things. You yeah. gain out of it. Yeah, like the the burdens that you have in your life are for you. Yeah, in, in a weird way. That's so, kind of how I, I feel. I mean, I least. usually yeah. see most of the stuff is usually circumstantial and that kind of stuff. But yeah. the computer thing, that was like where it was just like is it one it, of those it things came out of nowhere. 
Yeah. And it just it just at this moment in my life I had to die <laughs> during a moment where I'm already reevaluating myself. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just see from my point of view, I always look at things like they're just you know like they're just written yeah. right so i look at it like i don't know anthony maybe there's a lesson here i don't know i don't know what you're supposed to learn but man <laughs> just something i don't know um yeah so you know it's just uh i, I don't want to go too deep into that but basically um I, I i think there is something there for an artist specifically towards an you know that it's for an artist yeah uh the time to reflect on who you are or what you want or what your goals are i don't know it's kind of like if you look at it like a battlefield like who are the players who are I, the key pieces in this yeah like what what's what's important yeah so it could be so say the computer the computer's out yeah. that piece is gone it's gone for now for now until the next one comes in um but uh yeah like what's what's your next game plan i guess you know so it's like for me for a little while it was a car so it's like as soon as i i, I left my last job again kind of like what you're saying actually it's kind of weird the timing of these things yeah. are very bizarre not even a week out my car is done you know um I, I lose a bunch of work and uh my savings that i had saved up in prepare, preparation to done. leave yeah it's it, to the dollar to that's again this is this is one of those things where it's like it's just it's a little too in like too it's, it's a little funny yeah. it's just a little funny it's you know i'm probably connecting the dots here but it's it's just funny where it wasn't I, I didn't go into debt you know and it's not like i had to so it's not like i was a few hundred bucks in debt or a few hundred bucks above it was down to zero you know uh of all the the stuff that happened in that one month yeah so it's just i don't know it was one of those funny things like like now it's it's slowly going back up but it was just um the timing of things god yeah it's just <laughs> the, the, the universe is weird yeah you know like we keep saying universe is indifferent yeah it is it's it's indifferent and uh we we're connecting <laughs> we're watching this uh so so during the break we're watching Werner herzog and, and after i brought it out and yeah yeah know who this man was oh God, i can't believe you've never seen this guy but yeah but in that video he's kind of just like uh <laughs> the stars are random you know he's just like even the stars are random that we're the ones connecting the dots he's like, the stars are random it's a mess it's yeah he says just throwaway lines like that it's a mess you know he didn't have to say that <laughs> he does <laughs> uh. um so that's what's on my mind yeah so what is on your mind oscar uh so on my mind so okay so a little rambly right a little rambly um i'm writing a lot so that's keeping me busy i don't really know um i hear like someone's like breaking something know, <laughs> <you hear that? laughs> um a little so anyways I'm, I'm writing every day uh sticking consistent with that um i'm noticing a funny i don't really know any conclusions off this but i have a. whenever i write about a movie i'll get a lot of hits and whenever i write about something like what we're talking about some mumbo jumbo kind of stuff almost nothing right so i'm going okay that's interesting and then I, when i it's strange because when I look at the movie posts, mm -hmm. I talk about the movie, but it's it's not that different from what we're talking about. The only difference is that it's a subject. Sort of. So like I, I was talking about um, a recent post. I was talking about uh, high and low. Right. So uh, the movie by Akira Kurosawa. And so I mention it. But really, I'm talking about this other stuff that uh, that are, that it that it kind of made me think about, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like. Well, I'm, I'm talking about like for the idea, like people see the subject high and low. People see yeah. the subject 
Mad Max. Yeah. And it draws them into it to read right. this article while you have this other stuff where it's like, you know, it's questionable, like, what's the topic of it? Right. But, you know, it's not as interesting as seeing these, you know. Right. These type of things, this field where you know you have a specific type of film mm-hmm. that you're, you know, you talk about, even though you barely touch on the subject. But right. people, you know, it's a topic, the subject, the title. Right. The title is what, it's what makes them click it. Yeah. Right. Mm. It, uh, yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. It's just kind of, it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. So if, um, so I'll talk about high and low and then, you know, it's like, uh, I'm really rambling about like, what does it mean a society? When, uh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's, uh, I, you know, it's <laughs> I, I'm, I'm putting myself down here, but you know, it's, well, I haven't read the latest blog, so I got to read that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's, you know, my writing's, it's not great, but it's not, it's not terrible. It's better than a lot of stuff out there. And, uh, but yeah, it, it is, it is kind of interesting seeing, um, well, it's not interesting. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, people will recognize a film and they'll want to read about it. Uh, and someone will read uh, a very vague title. It's like, I'm not going to click on that. Yeah. Um, but it's just still, it's still interesting to me. I don't know. So it's just, uh, I don't think it's going to affect anything. Because um, it usually is like a ratio of one to two, like one, one write-up about a movie to just about like the random. It's yeah. so like today was uh, Facing the Quiet, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. On the mind, essentially, yeah, just writing and then um, trying to see how long I could go before I hit the writer's block. I don't know. I've never really had it, but this is like, you know, it's it's. Was well, the like? Is this the most like consistently you've wrote written during this time? Uh, recently, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I had I had a spree before where I mean I would I always try to write so pretty regularly but where i did it consistently like day by day yeah um probably my spree was three months so it was mostly short stories and stuff which is uh way harder than like right now i'm just doing articles so it's pretty easy to ramble mm-hmm. I mean, I, as, as everyone could tell right now right yeah. but um you know it's a little more focused than than just randomness but anyways uh uh the only di- but now I'm, I'm so i'm trying to do uh an article a day on the blog which is just pretty short they're not that long mm-hmm. and then i'll try to write 750 words um for uh the the novel i'm trying to finish by the end of the year mm-hmm. and then that's so specifically that's the one that i'm kind of scared about i'm like how long can i go before it's shit and then i, I read the stuff now i'm like it's already there <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's already there but it's okay because it's it's the first draft is always going to be bad yeah um <clears throat> Like, um, so I have the outline, which, which took a little while to write. And then, uh, now it's just a matter of just 750 a day, just kind of pounded away. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things like, you know, you just got to keep work, work, work until it becomes shit. Start from there where it became shit. Yeah. Keep working it. Then when yeah. you get that first draft in, just keep rewrite, rewrite, rewrite. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Even like, eventually I'll, once I get the first draft done, I'll, I'll put it up online for, for it to get scrutinized which is the best it's the best i feel it i feel like it's the, yeah because people don't hold back online and they're just mean you know um like they're already so see the blog post mm-hmm. so there's there was one blog post that i wrote about uh mad max and on reddit i got a comment that said this is the most pretentious shit i've ever read and it's, it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter i'm saying this like it doesn't matter but when i read it it affected me you know it, it, yeah. it, it affects you it's just like ah i remember there was an episode of the old podcast and, and anthony was uh anthony got a comment on, oh, just all. It yeah. had nothing to do with the podcast. Though. Nothing to do with the podcast. It, it was, was just, just it was a personal of, attack. Yeah, he doesn't know him. I know Anthony. <laughs> Anthony's a good guy, and he and this this random person on the internet <laughs> just says something. You know, if he, if he was if he met him in person, yeah. he wouldn't say that. 
you know, because you're a human being. But when you're online, it's just there's no filter. You you know, like the social filter, which is like, you know, that guy's that guy that guy's face is a little whatever. You know, yeah. You don't say those things. You just keep it to yourself, or you just, say it to it your just friend in private. Like everything else is like, you know, it was actually you know, yeah. an actually good criticism. Like someone like, oh, you know, maybe change the lighting, maybe yeah. do something like this. Something constructive. Know? Constructive criticism, and then right. you got this one guy. A personal personal attack, personal attack yeah yeah like he hated this guy his entire life yeah so so I'm, you know I, you're always gonna get that that's always no matter what thing. you do and you put yeah. your stuff out yeah i mean even some of the videos we have that on some of our videos where it's just a personal attack yeah and it's like that had, that had nothing to do nothing with to do with nothing <laughs> you know but but anyways it's so eventually when when the first draft is done yeah i'll yeah. throw i'll throw one your way and then i'll throw one online and then uh from that hate, <laughs> I'll I'll mold it into something a little like, nicer. How much? How much do you you get? Because you, you end up putting your stuff online and everything a lot. For the you? most part, I haven't done it. There was a period where I was posting every script I wrote every morning and every short thing on Tumblr. So what's the most thing yeah. you usually get in responses? What do you mean? For do you, how often do you get responses for the stuff you put up? Uh, it depends on the on the on the platform. So I've noticed. This is another interesting thing that's been on my mind for the past week, just like pure experimental like logistics of, of the social, you know, yeah. social networks. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I put anything on Twitter, it's just a void and I get nothing back. And I'm like, I don't know how much energy I want to put here. On Facebook, I get a little bit of something, but I know with Facebook, it's kind of like a weird yeah. thing where they see so if you have a thousand fans, every time you put out a post, you're only going to get like, you know, like uh probably like 20 or 30 of them yeah. it's just that's just how they work it yeah. you know they want you to pay for it um but when i put a blog post if i leave it alone i'll get maybe 20 hits if i put it on reddit this is the interesting part so on reddit and depending on which subreddit i put it on that's where i get like uh, the majority of my hits so like 90 percent of my hits come from reddit so if i put so again so let's say let's take high and low yeah. um if i put that and I'm talking about about uh, the highs and lows in our life yeah. and like how no matter what we're doing, you know, we're going to have to go through heaven and hell to end up to the inevitable whatever we're at right now. Right. And uh, so that could go into, into a number of posts that can go into movies mm-hmm. or that could go into like the get motivated. It's just like, hey, you know, you stick in it or whatever. I just got to reframe the title. Yeah. Um, I will almost always get more hits on 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 the movies right and that, that, that makes sense there's just more users there yeah. um sorry i'm losing your question so so how many do i get an average on my blog anyways i'll get 500 i'll get i'll get i'll get 500 um views on reddit mm-hmm. if it wasn't for reddit but nothing besides for like views like you're you comments views, like comments like yeah responses uh again that also depends so if it's if it's for a movie i'll always get for sure something and it's always pretty superficial it's pretty basic it's just like oh i love this um if i give a little back Mm -hmm. like yeah i really love this one um which one was your favorite kurosawa movie then i get a little more and then suddenly kind of like starts a little fire so for the movie ones i'll get anywhere from five to 30 comments so really it really kind of it's almost always movies. I think there's very few. There was like one good pat on the back. Mm-hmm. One where it was kind of like, um, it was actually after our conversation. Uh, it, it's titled, It Doesn't Matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's titled, It Doesn't Matter. And it's it's probably, it's one of the high, one of the, it's one of the higher viewed um, blog posts. 
and in that one there's a guy that says you know it's just you know just a random comment he's just like uh, that last paragraph really got me and i'm like it better have no i'm kidding I said, <laughs> <laughs> no but uh uh but for the most part yeah i won't get any really response from move- movies you start a discussion it's like that's part you know it's, it's, a, it's a discussion starter yeah it's yeah. just like you know what do you like about it what didn't you like about it maybe it gets a little deeper mm-hmm. but for the most part movies yeah, yeah. if it's about just say facing the quiet yeah. i won't get any con- i'll get i'll get thumbs ups you know because usually most of the stuff that yeah. we usually put out with videos and stuff like that you know yeah I always either get, you know, the superficial, hey, this is cool, this looks yeah, cool, yeah. good job, all this uh-huh. stuff, or, you know, I'll get the personal... Personal you, shit, you yeah, know, yeah, The personal attack shit, yeah. where someone's like, oh, that guy, he looked like a fucking chipmunk, and... Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I don't know, it's, it's interesting, or I guess... like, this is shit, I can do better, but it's like, it's nothing, like, really, like, there yeah. about it, it's just, like, just an yeah. attack. Yeah, it's just their... Per- yeah, I don't know what that is, I don't, I don't know where that comes from. Um, I know it's just people on the internet, you know, they want to be dickish or they want to say whatever, you know, just. Yeah, but to get off on it, but I guess it's just like fundamentally why. Yeah, it's just like, that's what it gives me thinking too. It's like, why? What gives you like the time out of your day too? Well, it's okay. So this might be a little different, but it's kind of like, okay, so, so back when I worked in fast food, right. And I was working at, at, um, at Subway and Jack in the Box, specifically those two, uh, I would always get the people that were just having a bad day Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're coming in there. They want something quick. They want some food, and uh, I feel like I feel like most of the people that complain came in looking to complain. You know, that, that's my impression. And anyone who's working in fast food can, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm that far off. I think I think it's pretty on the nose. Where people that are going to complain were already looking yeah. to complain and going in there ready, ready for anything. Ready just for yeah. It's so, sometimes they're legit. It's like hey, you know, I told you, you know, no cheese. You know, all right. And other times I feel like someone just says like no. I said a medium, you know, it's like, like, okay, like I heard you, it's fine. Not a big deal. But I, I feel like, um, yeah, like, like people have their moods and they, they put themselves in a situation to, um, go off. Yeah. Well, I was going to say to justify that mood, you okay. know? So I, I, I'm thinking the similar thing happens online where someone's upset with their day or whatever it is. They go online and they just ra- again, you know, most of the time when you're online, it's it starts off planned like, oh, let me look up this video or or, or whatever, mm. and then it ends up completely random. You end up down this rabbit hole, but along that trip, depending on your mood, I feel like you're just you just you need a vent, you know. You need a vent, something out there. Yeah, just like you know. So really, you just want to you just want if you had an outlet, you would tell the world it's like I don't like this job or I don't like my girlfriend or I don't like this person in my life or I don't like this situation my car really stinks and it fucking makes some noise you it's know? like with, with all those you YouTube know? comments where anytime yeah. I watch like a music video or anything like that yeah. there's always that one guy who talks about how much they hate that band yeah and it's like why are you listening to it why are you listening to it you showed up you showed up like, buddy you showed up there yeah. you intentionally went to that video that's a good that's a good example with music where a lot of people will hate on say a Justin Bieber or whatever it's like you know he's there though for a different crowd it's not for you or movies I guess you know bringing yeah. it back to movies uh, say after a certain point the Twilight movies mm-hmm. yeah okay but but it's it's for a crowd it's not for us me and you we shit on it yeah all the time yeah and then at least uh, uh, did you see all of them or no yeah I seen them all okay <laughs> I saw most <laughs> with these <laughs> I like <laughs> I like <laughs> I like how you say it. um with the exception of the last two, I got dragged to all of them, okay. you know, but it was, but you know, uh, the situation was like such, dates, you know, yeah, the situation was such that the other person wanted to go see him, yeah. you know, so what am I going to do? Well, okay, well, I wanted something out of it, so I'm going to go do it, but do you, you kind of, you know, you, yeah. I feel like we're kind of, 
we're kind of getting this where it's just a lot of these things have their own context so these hateful comments this just they're coming from i'm assuming they're coming from a bad place you know i don't think anyone actually wants to tell me i'm doing a shitty job when someone says something constructive and i take it personal that's my fault nah. but if someone just straight up says you know this shit's pretentious it's like oh, i don't know just give me specifics ouch <laughs> well it's kind of interesting where you're talking about like the different like media outlets you yeah. use well not media mm-hmm. outlets but different like this is the social networks, networks yeah, yeah. that you use where yeah. you get different things yeah like when i put stuff on twitter for especially specifically on this podcast yeah everything my, i put out for the, the podcast on twitter yeah it's weird because we get this whole thing where we'll get likes we'll get retweets we'll right get favorites and all that stuff yeah but when you go to the actual soundcloud we get nothing so what it's like mean? people liking and retweeting. Oh, I mean like comments and stuff on yeah. SoundCloud? Yeah. Well, not on comments, but like views. Like, okay. Or yeah, listeners. Yeah. Like yeah. we'll get nothing. Like people will like favorite, like it, retweet it, but gotcha. we get nothing out of it, even though it seems like they're putting in a lot of work yeah. with the retweets and everything. People yeah. are like, oh, okay, everyone's listening to this. That's all we're thinking. Like, okay, people will actually listen to this. And I go check the SoundCloud. You know, we got like, you know, zero plays that day. Yeah, it's like, interesting. People just retweeting just to retweet. That's interesting. Yeah, because Twitter... I don't know. So everyone, we kind of talked about this before where I think depending on who, who you are, will depends on how you use your social, yeah. your social media. So, uh, you'll, you'll say one thing in Twitter, but you'll say something else on Facebook and, yeah. and you'll, you'll post something different on Instagram. You don't post the same thing on all of them. Cause then that's just one, it's just spam. And then two, it doesn't really work the same way. So, like, it's just out of context. Well, it's people... one of those things where Twitter is specifically used for spam for, like, lots of business. Well, you get a lot of it. You're right, but, that, but that's not a right thing, right? So, the ones that do – so, if you ever see a tweet that makes you laugh or whatever or you see a tweet that's just clever, you know, it's in the context of Twitter. It's not just, like uh, – it, it puts a hashtag next to a link, next to a call to action, next to – you know, it's just like, yeah. okay, that, that's just the bot or it's just someone whose entire job is to – whatever. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or spam, whatever. Um. So for me personally, this is me speaking personally. Like Oscar Robles here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think I do too good with with Twitter. Uh, where, so you know me in person, and I tend to ramble. Right now, I tend to ramble. So I and and I was talking about this uh with another friend of mine that I caught up with recently, and um I was telling him I'll go through extremes. I'll go. I'm either I won't say anything. Yeah. So say I'm say I'm at. Say I'm with new people, I'll just that's just my natural tendency. I'm, I'm just gonna be quiet. Yeah. Or once I'm comfortable with you, it's just it's just a flood of it's words. A flood, just nonstop. Just, it, you know, the tap will not run. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I mean, I, that's just the way I am. So Twitter doesn't jive with me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just 140 characters doesn't do it. A blog post that's a little better. Uh, a vlog even that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, you know, can you kind of get what I'm trying to say here? It's like, yeah. I feel like for me personally, I'll, I'll do better blogging and vlogging, anything that's long format. Yeah. And Twitter, I, I feel like me personally, I'm wasting my time. It's because a little snippet and you get... I can't put my thought down yeah. in 140 characters, you know? You know, it's hard to do that every time I make a post on Twitter. I'm just like, oh man, how do I, you know, yeah. say the subject or how do I yeah. say this, you know, without those... And I always add a picture and that picture always takes up character space. Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck, like I'm down to like a hundred yeah. characters. Like, how do I say this or how do I get this out? You know, well, we'll entice people to come watch this. Mm-hmm. I know I get a little better when it comes to like Facebook and stuff. Like yeah. the last post, you know, you got like a thousand plus views and everything yeah. like that. And it was going pretty good. 
but it was like meteor subject where I can actually sit there and like talk about, you know, it, here's our podcast. Mm-hmm. Here's what we talked about. Yeah. Here's subjects. Like I was able to actually it, cover it. Yeah. Okay. So see right there. So right there, it's quick, short to the point and you have a picture, right? Like when you put yeah, it on yeah. Facebook, uh, on Facebook, I feel like it's almost a must. Like remember back in the day when Twitter and Instagram weren't really around mm-hmm. and, uh, people would post like these long yeah these long things on facebook and then for a little while they introduced notes because i guess there was a limit yeah and now it's like no one uses notes too long didn't read <laughs> too long didn't read yeah that's even like if, the most thing i see every time i see like a long subject so, i always see the comments too yeah. long didn't read <laughs> so, so yeah yeah oh for sure so especially right now you have two things kind of going on um so it's that time of year where everyone's getting political mm-hmm. and suddenly everyone cares about everything and uh see, that's a cynicism coming out and uh <laughs> and uh so uh, big topic of of whatever it is right now is is donald trump yeah. right so you'll get to donald trump you know whether they love or they hate the guy whatever i'm not going to get into that uh you'll see a little video a little snippet of the guy or like a like a meme mm-hmm. on him and okay I'll, I'll just i'll naturally see that yeah. and then you get the other one where it's like a, a beautiful rant beautiful essay. that i'll never see because i scroll by it's just yeah. like it's just the ADD. I'm on Facebook not Just, to learn. I'm on Facebook to kill time. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, whatever, however you want to word what you do on Facebook. But It's one of those things like, yeah. whatever you're using the Facebook for, it's never to spend time productively to learn things. It's always no. like, oh, what's this person doing? No. Or what's yeah. going on today? Or I mean, know, yeah. What can I find funny? I mean, it's possible to click, because sometimes I do find interesting articles on Facebook. Like someone will post something interesting and I'll click on it. Most of the stuff that yeah. I do that are long articles are usually yeah. just from no film school. Yeah, see, yeah, see, they'll post. See, if you like their page, they post some interesting stuff, or someone else who likes it, and boom, yeah. it pops up on your feed. And then, yeah, it but it takes you out of Facebook. It does. With in, it's it's weird how the brain works, but when you're in Facebook, <laughs> like if it's a different physical space, but it, it's like the brain processes it almost that way. But when you're in Facebook, you don't want to read anything long. Exactly. You know, and then when you get out of it into like a different blog post or an article or whatever, something super insightful that, that uh, Tarantino or Nolan said, or someone, or, or even just like a regular Joe Schmo, who's like an assistant camera who's saying like, yeah, you know, yeah. it was tough at first, but blah, 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 you know, whatever. Right. But, uh, you will deliberately give your attention. You give your attention to it. Yeah. The context is different. Um, so yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I'm just trying to say like, yeah, the social media thing is, is interesting. And, and, and doing this every day is kind of like, it's kind of like um, letting me see certain patterns a little yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, and you have to like know what where you can give your best like output on media. Yeah. To the best yeah. places, and I try to learn from other things. I learn, I try. You know, I always do my thing where I like I'll study other people how they're doing it. Yeah. I always looking people in my range. I've been recently trying to look for people out of my range to see like mm-hmm. what they do. I mean, most of the time when I'm on Twitter, I usually tend to go towards black people Twitter black people twitter it's basically just you know those like the black meme jokes like black memes and all that stuff is, and all the is jokes, um like, like the one with the respectable black man is it like that one kind of like that but it's like i'll show you after the podcast done. Right. people would listen to this go just to black people twitter black people twitter yeah it's okay. on twitter it's just an account called black people twitter yeah it's the funniest things just the funniest funniest posts you can find where it's like a collaboration of just all these other people just send up the funniest things of memes, jokes, and everything, and it usually has to relate with a picture. Uh, so like, is it all? Is it all just like black jokes, or what is it like? Uh... It's not really black jokes, but you can tell the way it's written. Yeah. 
like it's still supposed to be for like black people humor okay so different. okay it's one of those things like you know mostly i can tell that like a lot of like you know other people besides for black people yeah. more than other races go on to that account just gotcha. for the jokes gotcha like michael will send me stuff like this michael's is just deep in, into the memes <laughs> he, when you okay i'm not gonna read out loud. let me just uh, yeah yeah so yeah, that's okay. stuff you'll yeah. find on black yeah, people yeah, yeah, twitter yeah. where you it's notice just... black people call me like the humor comes out as like a black person saying yeah. it uh-huh. but you know it's just like it's the stupidest shit where you just laugh at it okay yeah yeah it's just um see like on i don't know see again this is interesting this this is this is kind of just this is more it's getting like more on onto like an anthropological kind of thing uh like a social kind of thing because it's a lot of times so i'll see that same kind of stuff yeah but i won't see it in twitter i'll personally i'm seeing me oscar robles yeah i'll go through it on reddit and i don't know why i think it's just the way it's set up i personally like it better mm-hmm. i like seeing it ranked i like seeing a list uh and then when i go to twitter it's just chaos it's chaos i don't like it i'm like i don't need this yeah see i like the chaos yeah, see, so it, bad though the, the, it's like it makes it it stands it out for what it is it's like it's just everywhere it's a mess like sometimes it won't even be on the same subject it'll be so different but yeah you can really like it's my favorite thing what i love when it comes to imager is the comments the okay comments Im- i like imager imager yeah everywhere yeah but it's they usually have the wit I always notice from Imager, I usually see the most like witty comments. In Imager about- and Reddit, uh, the wit is just beyond belief. <laughs> it's just they are, or when you see someone just like ta- you know, just complete ca- yeah. carry on the yeah. joke. No, it's the you see this thread. No matter what, <laughs> like you could get on YouTube, you know, you get one, two people, yeah. and most people will like you know try to. Most people on YouTube try to start arguments. That's where I see it as. It's most yeah. arguments. But again, the context. Okay, keep going. But keep going. Keep when going. it comes to yeah. Imager and stuff like that, Reddit, you have one person makes a joke and you feel an entire community come along with that joke. They all well, they, want the joke to finish. Yeah. And they all keep it going. And it's... It's, it's like, it's great where you can see just... A beautiful, unorganized orchestra. Exactly. It's so good. Uh, no, it's, that's an interesting point. See, again, it's kind of like, it's kind of the same thing we were talking about here, where it's just it's we're getting these different this it's a weird different context, and you're getting just this chaos, but it's organized differently. So in in YouTube, uh, you either get people arguing or having constructive criticism because you have sometimes you have super interesting I, conversations I on YouTube. I hardly see constructive criticism yeah. on YouTube. Uh, I guess it depends. For the most, I'll say mo- Yeah, okay. I guess it depends on the video. So say you get like an interesting lecture mm-hmm. or or you do say um uh what, what is it crash course or something okay. something something educational you'll get something constructive anything mm-hmm. entertaining yeah you get someone some, immediately almost saying something that that's that trolls another yeah. group of, of, yeah. of people and uh, yeah okay I, I, it's either arguing or constructive criticism but it's always something like yeah this is my opinion yeah on reddit it's always humor Almost always, almost always, with the with the exception of like you know, there's a few like Ask Reddit and and uh, or super serious yeah. Uh, threads, but yeah. But one thing I really don't like about Reddit is like their whole Reddit kind of thing. Like, what do you mean? Like where you have to follow certain guidelines on certain parts okay. of people's like you know subreddits and everything. Yeah. I never liked that. I never like like you have to follow certain guidelines where you can't post this or you can't do this or this kind of thing. Okay. Like, I never liked that. See, I kind of where I like Imager where it's just more. Just, just do it. Just, just type. Do just it. type whatever just you type need to type. Whatever, and just 
you know people are just gonna say the stupidest or funniest things ever. It's because I think it's own. And they still have that same downvote system, so. Yeah, I think it's it's run by the same guys. Um, I think yeah, because most of the pictures are, are from Imager mm-hmm. when you get it on Reddit. Um, that's interesting, yeah, because yeah, I know the posting is a little, a little different when you go on Reddit, yeah, like the Reddit kit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of dig it a little bit, you know, like I, um, again the context thing, you know, so like it's one, it's interesting to see how like a simple blog post will react when I put it on movies or when I put it on motivated or when I put it on, on, um, there's, there's a shitload. I mean, those, those are like the big ones, but there's like a bunch of little ones, like random ones. Some yeah. that are specific to like, uh, a specific kind of movie buff, mm-hmm. you know, there's film and then there's true film and then there's, sh- there's short film, and there's short films, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know. I, the more I get into it, the more I really, I, th- I think I, I'm trying. To, I was about to say this and sound like super pompous, but I'm I'm starting to find myself online. And <laughs> online, I think uh, I'm pretty big on Reddit. I'm pre- I feel pretty good on Reddit. Yeah. And I feel good blogging. I think it kind of like we were talking. Was it on or off the podcast? We were talking about beautiful women, the kind that try and the kind that don't try. I think that was right before this podcast. Okay. Well. Uh, okay. Well, we'll basically. I think, yeah, yeah. Because like, I was, people I was talking about John yeah. Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his beautiful wife. Yeah, but she's beautiful. She's, she doesn't mean that to try. She's just beautiful. Yeah. And and this isn't knocking either one. You know, you got two different you know different kinds of beauty, and it's on, it's in the beholder. But there's for sure. I think everyone can agree. There's, uh, given your taste, there's the kind that tries to look beautiful, mm-hmm. and the kind that just, just is naturally beautiful. Yeah, they don't have to try as hard, or, or they just have like a like a nat- what do they call it? natural beauty? Yeah, right. Uh, so we were saying. For example, you can disagree, but say Kim Kardashian, and uh, who would you put like as a natural beauty? Who's who's like someone you? Fuck, that's actually. It's kind of tough, huh? Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, or the girl next door, whatever yeah. you know. The, just picture the girl next door. She's beautiful, right? Mm. Um, or okay. So, anyways, uh, this, is, this is a terrible analogy. It's kind of falling apart already. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all I'm trying to say, uh, the more I post on Twitter. And a little bit of Facebook, but more on Twitter specifically. Uh, I, I am the 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 girl that's trying to. <laughs> Again, this is why the analogy just falling apart. Uh, if I feel like I'm trying too hard to be something I'm not, I'm not. I don't belong there. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. You know, it's like um, it's like okay. So you know me. It's like me trying to be the center of the party. That's not me. Yeah. yeah in in a group of people in a conversation that's different but if if I, we're in a loud place and i'm like hey everyone look at me i'm not that, guy. Not that kind of guy i'm not that guy um but there's or the opposite having that person who is the extrovert try to be super quiet it's like you know they're it's not gonna work out yeah. and that it's killing them you know um so that's my mind my bad this is this is a long one yeah no, uh, no i think we just we come down you know mm-hmm you can do blogs i can do like the twitter and stuff like that uh, if if it's if, if it's, it's well for for who we are yeah. we're we're different we're different people i like you you like me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you, uh, <laughs> um but yeah different contexts and, diff- and different things and whatnot um anything else in the mind or you want to cap it off uh, i think we're good here we went on we went on for like 40 minutes uh, so that, that's pretty good it's a pretty good rant right yeah. there so that's going to do it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we're going to go get some food. Oh, where can we find you? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, hey. can't forget to cut out. Yeah, that's right. My bad, my bad. Okay, okay. So my name is Oscar Robles. You can find me at thefleetingmoment.com along with the links that Anthony King is about to present. 
uh, you can find us over at nextjourneypro.com. You can find us on Facebook, both two sites, Next Journey Productions on Facebook and That's Another Podcast. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud. You can find it on Spreaker. You can find it on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, so no, no matter how you get your your podcast or your listening goods, mm-hmm. we're probably on there. And Good Kyle, chance. Kyle, where we could find you? Oh, uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing changes. Nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> I I do respect. I do respect him just not wanting to. Not <laughs> wanting people to know <laughs> where he is or anything of like that. You know, uh, we're we're talking about our twitters and our blogs and. <laughs> Uh, he's like, no, I'm good. I, 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 don't, I don't need to tell the world. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, actually, oh, fuck, I actually kind of just, I kind of hit home. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>